You can't give your pussy to a nigga who not used to getting pussy Cause that pussy gon' be everybody business You can't sell dope to these niggas cause they broke and they snitching got these niggas Hello my loves, welcome to your safe space As always, it's your host High Frequency And this week I'm gonna be talking about some super duper vulnerable shit oh my god are you ready for this shit because i don't think i am but i've been avoiding doing this episode for so long that i said you know what hey fuck it it's 6 a.m and you can't sleep might as well talk about this shit so you ready all right so this week we're here to talk about how me coming out really changed my relationships And when I say changed my relationships, coming out really changed how I perceived people around me, including my own family, which if you can imagine was hard as fuck. So this is my coming out story. I am a queer woman of color who is, well, who did come out as pansexual. So for those of you who do not know, pansexual basically just means that I am attracted to people based off of the connection that we share. So I'm not really concerned with if you're male, female, if you're trans, um, if you're bisexual, if you are, however you identify. I don't really care. (laughs) Um, It just has to do with how I feel like you are as a person. Are you an individual that is focused on spreading love? Are you an individual that's really hateful and just ugly on the inside? I'm obviously gonna go with the person that's down for spreading love. So that doesn't really have anything to do with how you identify, what your gender is. So basically pansexual is, I just care about the connection that we share. So a couple of months ago, actually, I did a Q&A on my Instagram and I basically just asked everyone, if I did my coming out story as an episode, what would you want to hear? And you guys sent me a couple of questions. And when I say that this was a couple of months ago, it literally was a couple of months ago. So some of y'all probably don't even remember sending me these questions. But I've been avoiding doing this episode for so long that it deadass has been a couple of months. And if you're wondering why I've been avoiding, it's just because this is a very hard topic to talk about. Um, Coming out is such a huge moment in my life because coming out changed how I perceived everyone around me. And... It forced me to really face the fact that a lot of my relationships were unhealthy and that they weren't truly rooted in love. They were rooted in obligation and people feeling like they were obligated to love me because I was their family, not because they loved me for who I truly was. So now that I've avoided talking about this for three minutes, we might as well just dive right the fuck in. Let me take a sip of my tea and hit the blunt because coping mechanisms, my loves, coping mechanisms. All right, so I'm going to start off my coming out story with the Q&A that I did on my Instagram. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, definitely make your way to IG right now. And you can follow me at frequency. And pretty much I just do Q&As, polls story times, all that shit on my story weekly. So if that sounds like something that interests you, definitely make your way over to my Instagram and hit that fucking follow button. Oh, and Twitter too. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I'll be wildin' on Instagram, but I'll be wildin' 10 times more on Twitter, which is probably why I don't advertise my Twitter, but I'm a grown-ass woman and I could do whatever the fuck I want. So <laughs> that's where we're at now. So you ready? 
All right, so the first question I got was, what's your backstory of how you realized you were interested in more than just men? Ha. Okay, so pretty much my whole life, I just felt like I never fit in with anyone. And it wasn't in terms of sexuality at all because I grew up in a very strict Christian, old school Haitian household, which means there was no talking of sex besides basically if you get pregnant whatever happens to you happens to you and it's not my fault like literally i can remember on several occasions my mother saying that to me so sex was something that like kind of intrigued me when i was a lot younger but not really because i was just i was too scared to tap into that energy because if you know anything about caribbean parents their parenting style is instilling fear in everything and everyone around them especially their children so just how their approach to life is just fear fear-based parenting so a lot of things when it comes to strict parenting it's not more so that like I was really obedient because I really respected my parents it was I was high-key just too scared I knew that a lot of the shit my parents was feeding me was bullshit but I had nobody else besides my parents because they set it up that way. They didn't really communicate with outside family members. We lived in a town that was miles away, even states away from some of my family members. So I didn't have anyone else to go to if, God forbid, I did decide to be an individual and just stand up against people and be myself. So when I realized that I might like women, honestly, like I was watching porn in the family basement. Like that was my. That was me tapping into my sexual side, and that's as far as it went up until, like, high school. So, I would watch porn in the family basement, and literally, like, when I first started watching porn, it was with women. Like, it was never with males and females. It was just straight females fucking. That never clicked in my brain that I liked women, honestly. Like, there's just little things in my life (laughs) that are like, bitch, how did you not know you were gay? Well, not gay, but how did you not know that you weren't straight? I don't know. I guess denial is one hell of a drug. (laughs) So um, talking about moments where I definitely connected more with the female sexuality part than the male sexuality part um, was definitely when I first started watching porn and that was only with women. Um, Britney Spears' toxic video. Oh my God, if y'all have never seen the toxic music video by Britney fucking Spears. Britney motherfucking Spears, bro. The toxic music video. That shit, that was some shit. Let's just say that that was one of those moments where like, I definitely knew there was like a little bit more, but I didn't understand in what way at that age. Um, Let's see, what else is there? What else? Um, I can't really remember another point in my life when I realized I liked women definitely in college um you know like your mind starts to wander a little bit in college was definitely when I started to like feel a sliver of like oh I could like do stuff with women I'm not gay but like I could do stuff with women because you know when you're in college bitches is like hooking up with bitches all the time but it's usually like for performance for men so there's a term for this in psychology I can't remember it for the life of me but it's basically just performative bisexuality and that's basically like when you go to parties and you see like two girls trying to be like all sexy or whatever hooking up for two men that are just watching in the distance or whatever like they're just trying to be hot with it 
shit like that I would see a lot and that would kind of like ease me into the idea of like oh people do this stuff I'm like I could see myself doing that too like yeah whatever I even had exes oh my god I've had exes that would be like are you gay but I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, no, I'm not. Like, I was just so deep in denial that there was all these points in my life that were centered around me liking things or people <laughs> other than men. And it just never connected for me or I just made the conscious effort to not. Like, literally, I made the effort to make sure it didn't connect because it scared me so much. So, <clears throat> finally, <sighs> one night I went out with my cousins and... I, oh boy, let me hit the blunt one more time. One night, I went out with my cousins, and my cousins have a lot of athlete friends. So one of their friends was in town. Um, he was a ball player. He had a section, and if you know anything about athletes, they always have fire-ass women in their section. Lo and motherfucking behold, bitch, there was some fire Jones in that section. And I somehow ended up making out with one of these women. And as I'm kissing this girl, I'm like, fuck, bro, your cousins are here. So I pull away and I look around me to see if anyone caught that because I was like high key shook. I'm like, what the fuck? And of course, I make eye contact with one of my cousins. And then I look around and they're all just looking at me like, wait, what? So then they ask me, they're like, yo, bro, are you gay? I'm like, shit, I really don't fucking know. <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm gay. So pretty much the next couple of months in therapy for me, okay, that's a fucking lie. This happened like three months into my journey with therapy, and this has been a constant theme ever since, where it's just like, shit, what is your sexuality? Like, I figured it out now, but there was definitely about a year and a half in therapy where I didn't know what my sexuality was. I didn't know how to identify because I knew I was still sexually attracted to men, but when it came down to it, I couldn't see myself being in a relationship with a man. That's just not something that I feel like would work for me and the type of personality that I have and just honestly just who I am point blank period. I can't see myself in a relationship with a man but I am sexually attracted to men and I'm sexually attracted to women but I'm also romantically attracted to women meaning I could see myself in a relationship with a woman but I'm fucking terrified of that shit. So that's why I realized that instance scared the shit out of me when my cousins asked me, like, hey, bitch, are you gay? Because one, I didn't know the answer to the question. And two, I had so much internalized just like homophobia, biphobia, just all of that shit because I grew up in a house that didn't accept gay people. I watched family members be fucking ignored and just hated because they weren't straight. And I was fucking terrified. So I literally told my cousins, I'm like, yeah... I don't know what I am, but I'm gonna get back to you on that because I'm definitely gonna cry about this in therapy for the next six months. <laughs> and that is exactly what the fuck I did. So from that moment, it's kind of just been me realizing, all right, you're not straight, you like women. You'll probably end up in a relationship with a woman long-term. And on top of that, you might not believe in monogamy. <laughs> so if you don't know what that means, monogamy is... Basically, you don't believe in relationships being just like one and one. So like male, female, or 
two women or two men, however you see it. Polyamory is basically you being, you understanding that you can be attracted to more than one person at a time and you also following that path. So I don't know if I identify as polyamorous anymore because I'm not in a relationship, so I don't know how I would feel in the current moment. Um, like if a polyamorous relationship would work for me. However, there have been times where I have been in poly relationships and I think they're cool as fuck. It just depends on where you're at in your life. Um, you definitely have to be evolved when it comes to communication, um, understanding, kindness, compassion, and just working through your jealousy because jealousy is a human trait. You're going to experience it, but it just really comes down to whether you're going to let that control you. So I'm realizing I'm not straight and I also don't really identify with monogamy. So how do I move forward in relationships when everyone around me is straight and everyone only believes in monogamy? Literally, like this is my fucking life. It was a dark place. <laughs> so as I'm embarking on this journey of figuring out my sexuality, who I am, what I'm all about, what I want to stand for after following what my parents believed for my entire life. So as I'm on this journey and I'm trying to figure out who I am, how I identify as, and the type of people that I want to surround myself with because I want to be around people that support me and understand that I don't really know who I am right now, but I'm really dedicated to figuring it out and I really need your kindness and compassion during this journey. That's my mindset. However, I grew up in a very homophobic family and as I'm figuring this out, you're obviously hearing homophobic statements from your family because for some odd fucking reason, for people that don't like gay people or people that don't identify as straight, y'all talk a lot of shit about the LGBTQ plus community now, okay? Y'all talk way too much motherfucking shit and I don't like it. It was so uncomfortable for me. Like, I've overheard conversations. I've been present during conversations. I've had people try to have these homophobic conversations with me. And it's really fucking hard. So let me just say, that is one reason why I hate why people say that gay people are sensitive. First of all, people who are not straight have it pretty fucking rough, okay? Literally, a majority of the world, a majority of society does not fucking like you. So of course when people bring up anything about gay people or people who aren't straight, we automatically go on the defense because I don't know if I'm going to have to stand up for my fucking rights right now or if I'm going to have an awesome conversation about the cool gay dude that you met last week. So please just be mindful of the conversations you're having. You never know if you're sharing something that could hurt someone that's near you or hurt the person that you're having a conversation with, just please be mindful of the conversations you're having because it's fucking hard, okay? Like, I came out to one family member and he literally told me, this was his response, and I love this nigga, like, it's no beef, nothing. We've had conversations about this. I've told him that I'm going to talk about this on an episode at some point because it's part of my journey and I have the right to fucking talk about it. But basically, I came out to one of my cousins and he literally was like, okay, but are you like gay gay or are you like fake gay? Like, are you going to come up like in a year and be married to a man? And I was just like, oh my fucking God. Oh my fucking God. I worked up the strength for a whole fucking year to come out 
and that's your response. That's your fucking response. Am I fake gay or am I real gay? Ugh, I was so fucking mad. First of all, let me just say that the time and place that I came out to him, in hindsight, was not appropriate. Um, we were literally at a fucking bar. And honestly, I had just been fighting this truth within me for so long that I was just like, I need to talk to you about something. And I just needed to get it off my chest because I just felt like I couldn't be around people while this huge thing was on my mind. And I know that there's people around me that won't accept me for who I am if they know this thing. So I just need to get this off my fucking chest. And if you don't want to fuck with me, just tell me right now so I could go home and cry. Because I'm not about to stand around here and act like I'm having a good time knowing that you hate gay people. Or so I thought at the time. So, um... That was definitely the first, that wasn't my first family member that I came out to, but I kind of just like low-key slid it in conversations with people that I knew wouldn't give a fuck. And then I started to come out to the people that I felt like didn't really understand or agree with not being straight. And it was... It was hard, bitch, okay? Because at first when I came out, I was like, like I told you guys, I had that struggle. I'm like, okay, so if I'm, if I only want to be in a relationship with women and I can't see myself being in a relationship with men, then that means that I must be gay, then I'm a lesbian. So I was identifying as a lesbian for some time because at that same point in my life, I didn't really care to have sex with men. I, I wasn't sexually attracted to men. And I was just like, I don't really want to fuck with y'all like that. I had been dating a woman for a couple of months at that point, And I was fucking her and I had no interest in going back to dick. Like, I just wasn't interested. So I was identifying as a gay woman. But then I started to get deeper into my sexuality and therapy and stop clinging to this one woman that I was dating and my identity that surrounded her. So I started to unpack more and then I realized I was sexually attracted to men. And that's when I got confused as fuck. Cause I was like, I don't feel like I'm bisexual. Like that doesn't, like I'm attracted to men sexually. I'm attracted to women, but I still don't feel like I'm bisexual. Like it just didn't sit right. It just didn't feel right to say that I was bisexual. So it definitely took me a long time, a lot more contemplating, but finally I had decided to come out to my dad because I was just so fed up and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to come out. I'm going to fucking come out. I'm tired of hiding this huge piece of me. I know my dad isn't going to accept me, so I might as well just get it out the way now and just say fuck everything. But here's the catch 22. And this is my advice to anyone who's contemplating coming out. Please pay attention to this vital piece of information because this shit is no joke and it has to do with your well-being. There's a lot of people out there that are going to tell you, you need to live in your truth, you need to be yourself regardless of what the terms are, ah, ah, ah. I want to agree with that statement so much, but you have to think of your safety as a human being your well-being, how you're going to fucking eat. Can you put food on the table for yourself? If your parents are supporting you, they pay all your motherfucking bills. They're the ones that put food on the table for you. And 
you're telling them, you know what, there's something that you don't agree with and you think it's the worst thing in the world, and I don't give a fuck. I'm going to tell you right here, right now, that that's who I am. So if you hate me as much as all those other gay people, then so fucking be it. Listen, I wanted to be like that for so long, but I couldn't because there was too much writing on it for me. I wasn't financially stable yet. I was still in college, and then as my journey went on, I had just graduated from college. I just finally got a job that would allow me to be financially stable, but not financially stable in the sense where I could pay all my bills. I could just cover the necessities and then some, but there were still things I needed to rely on my father for. And because of that, I couldn't come out. I couldn't. I could not come out knowing that if my father cut me off, I don't have no way to fucking make sure that I'm solid. That was not something that I was willing to risk. I needed a safe place to stay, a place to eat my motherfucking food, put clothes on my back, and know that I would be good. And I didn't have that. I'm living in a state pretty much living by myself, and I didn't have that sense of security that a lot of other people would have if they came out. This is not a jab to people of other cultures, but just to keep it a buck, Caribbeans, African-Americans, people of color, we do not have the same luxury that white Americans have. In America, there's still a good portion of people that are okay with people who are gay or identify as part of the LGBTQ community, okay? When it comes to Caribbeans and maybe people who are Indian, people who are Asian, it's not as accepted. It is no way in any way, shape, or form as accepted. You have to realize that the way our ancestors, the way our parents were raised was fear-based parenting and very control-based. I give you a place to stay, I put food on the table, that's all you need from me, I'm giving you everything because the generation before me couldn't even provide that for me. So you should be happy that I'm giving you this. So you better fucking believe that they will take that away if they feel like they need to. Of course, those things should never be taken away because those are all basic needs, but families don't really understand that. People of color don't really, don't usually come from families that understand that. And I definitely didn't. So four minutes later, here's my piece of advice. If you can make sure that your safe space is solidified or that you can at least create your own safe space or you've already created your own safe space, okay, go ahead, put your motherfucking foot down and come out. But if you feel like you don't have that safe space solidified yet, please do everything in your power to create that for yourself. It might take some time, but you have to build that safe space for yourself. That way you know that you coming out and living in your truth can actually be enjoyable. Because when I came out, bro, whoo, I came out because I felt like I was in a place where I was solid and I could finally do this. Y'all, I came out to my dad on the phone. This is how I did it. <laughs> this is what my dad... <laughs> ah, okay, so there was definitely multiple therapy sessions that led up to me coming out. And pretty much what me and my therapist worked on was helping my dad see the human in people that don't look like he does or don't identify the way he does. So it was pretty much just showing that like, this is gonna sound so stupid, but like I literally had to do this because some people are just so dense. I literally had to humanize gay people for my dad. 
I had to show him and in little conversations just throw in like, yeah, you know, this person did this, ah, 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 and like talking about how they weren't straight or whatever. Like, for example, one conversation we had was about Prince and he actually brought this up. We were talking, it was, Prince had just passed and we were talking about how talented he was and how beautiful his journey was. And then my dad was talking about how uh, everyone would always say like, oh, he's not straight, but he would still bag mad bitches or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know, whatever, uh, uh, having these kinds of conversations. But I really just tried to humanize people like me to my father because I really wanted him to understand when I came out that this had nothing to do with him because straight men always think everything has to fucking do with them. And it's so annoying. Like, uh, he just, oh my God, just... Well, what did I do? Did I fail you? Ah, 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 that type of mindset from my father. And I really had to help him understand, we're human too. This has absolutely nothing to fucking do with you. This is just me as a human being, but I'm just sharing this with you because you're my father and this is a big part of who I am right now. This is a big piece of my journey right now and I feel like I can't share it with you because you don't understand people like me. So I finally felt like I had came to a good enough point in my campaign for humanizing gay people, which I never should have had to fucking do in the first place, but whatever. I came out to my dad on the phone and I was pretty much just like, I've been feeling really sad because there's some things that I want to talk to you about and I feel like I can't because you won't understand. And he's like, okay, Gabrielle, what? And he just sounded so bothered, like, okay, Gabrielle, what do you want to talk about? I was like, well, you know that one family member we have that you ostracized when they came out to you as gay? And he's like, okay. And I said, well, that just really hurts my feelings because I'm not straight and I've been really wanting to talk to you about that and I can't because I feel like you're going to cut me out of your life as well. And that really hurts because you're one of the biggest relationships that I have in my life right now. Because I don't have a relationship with my mother. Like, you're my only parent left. If you cut me out, who's going to fucking be my parent? Like, who's going to be here for me? Who's going to support me? And he basically didn't understand at all. Like, my biggest fear that I had for how that conversation would go is exactly how that conversation went. He pretty much blamed himself. He was like... He literally said, I'm not going to drive myself crazy trying to understand who you are. And that shit hit me like a ton of bricks. Like It was in that moment that I realized, yeah, he does care about me and he really wants to understand me. He really wants to connect with me, but he just thinks I'm so far gone that there's no saving me and he's he's done with it. And that shit really fucking hurt me. And that moment when that moment really made me realize like, yo... It's really you out here, bro. Like, it's really just you out here. He fucking tried to blame it on so many things. He literally told me, he was like, well, maybe maybe you're gay because it's the drugs. Maybe it's because you smoke a lot of marijuana. Maybe that changed you. I'm like, oh my fucking God. (laughs) I'm like literally crying right now, y'all, but I have to laugh because... I just never seen somebody scramble so fucking much to try to make sense of something. Like, yo, you're not always going to understand everything, but you can't let that drive you crazy. 
you cannot let that drive you crazy. You're not going to be in control of everything, everywhere, all the time. I'm your daughter. I'm my own person. I'm a human being. You can't control me. You can't mold me into this good Christian wife that you've been trying to mold me into since the day I was born. That was never me. That was never me. I have no interest in being a good Christian wife for a good Christian man. That does not entice me. That's not who I want to be. I want to be my own individual. I want to be fucking high frequency. I want to be my own bitch because I am my own bitch. I'm a strong ass person. I have experienced things from my own fucking mother telling me she wished she aborted me to you fucking telling me that you're gonna, you're not gonna drive yourself crazy trying to understand who I am. And the crazy thing is, in that moment, that shit broke me so much that I didn't even think I could overcome that. I literally, from that moment, I just. I just shut down. Like, I wasn't even present for my own life. I had to go to work right after that. And I was just crying for like days, just crying all day long. Like, just so sad. Like, you know what? I'm not 100% solid financially, but I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure this out because at the end of the day, I have to make sure I'm good. If this man wants to not fuck with me anymore because I shared with him who I really am, then so fucking be it. You're on your own now. And it was just that truth that would just make me so sad. And I was just crying all the fucking time. And I was dealing with a lot of major life events at that time. I was just crying all the time and I had to go to work after that. And the job I had at the time was I was basically a house mom for survivors of sex trafficking. And in that type of job, you have to shut off your emotions completely. You can't walk into that house and be sad about anything because these women have experienced the worst of the worst and they need someone to uplift them and you have to be that person for them. And in that moment, at that point in my life, I could not uplift myself. I could not be what they needed me to be. And I had to call my coworker and be like, I need you to come in because I'm not in the way that I need to be to serve these women. And basically, I got fired from that job because obviously that's unprofessional as fuck. Like, you signed up for this job. You knew how hard it was going to be on those super hard days. So I'm sorry, but if you couldn't handle it that day, that means you can't handle it and you're fired. And that's the truth that I wasn't ready to take at the time, but... I got fired from that job and it literally fucking broke me. Like that was my first job out of college. That was my first adult job, my nigga. And I fucking got fired from it because I couldn't stop having mental breakdowns about the fact that my relationship with my only parent left was severed. And that was a really hard point for me in my life. I literally was just like, what the fuck do I do now? Like, I quit other jobs, other commitments that I had to be present for that job because I was so dedicated to it. I worked so hard in therapy, invested so much money to be able to feel like I could finally be an individual and be safe and still be loved by those around me. And in the end, it left me with absolutely nothing. No job, no way to put food on the table, no relationship with my father, 
who was so important to me at the time and just nothing. I felt like I didn't even know who I was. I was it was just a really hard time. So in that moment, I said, fuck everything. I'm going to start my own podcast. I had been talking about starting a podcast with other people. And in that moment, I just felt like I needed to create a safe space for myself because I was just so lost. I felt like I couldn't even commit to doing projects with other people because I didn't even know who I was. I didn't even know what I could show up for and who I could be, who I was and how strong I was at that time. So I said, you know what, fuck it. I'm starting my own safe space. I'm creating my own podcast and I don't know what direction this is gonna go in, but I just need to feel like there's something there for me. There's someone there for me. So even though every single week I hop on here and I talk about crazy shit and I'm telling you guys, like, I'm here for you. This is your safe space. Honestly, a big part of it is me just showing up for myself every single fucking week and just having a way to be accountable and say, yo, I know shit is really fucking hard right now, bro, but you need to show up for yourself. You need to show up for yourself and make sure that you're creating a safe environment, a place full of love and peace and happiness for yourself because you fucking deserve. It doesn't matter what the fuck you're going through in life, how weird your life might look right now, if it's not aligning with what you want it to be, that's okay. As long as you're working towards that, then you're fine. My therapist like literally dropped this knowledge bomb on me the other day and I really want to talk about it because it's clicking for me like full circle right now we focus so much on being confident in who we are and being the best versions of ourselves and being perfect but that's honestly a really hard goal to achieve and I don't think anyone is going to reach perfection ever because what perfection is is constantly changing but you need to have compassion for yourself you need to have self-compassion You need to understand that you deserve kindness, understanding, love, peace, and just positive energy no matter what the fuck you're going through. It doesn't matter if you don't have money to put food on the table. It doesn't fucking matter. At the end of the day, as long as you are working to figure something out, you're showing up for yourself, you're doing the damn thing. Have compassion for yourself. Just understand that you're trying your fucking best and you're still trying to give yourself peace and love regardless. You're fucking trying and you're working hard, okay? My journey of realizing that started off with a shitty mom, severed ties with her, a toxic-ass childhood, losing my relationship with my father for some time, not really knowing who I am, getting fired from a job that I literally went to school for because people around me couldn't accept the fact that I wasn't what they wanted me to be. And that shit fucking hurt. But I still found a way to have compassion for myself. So many severed ties with family members later. So many severed ties with myself. Like so many times in my life where I just checked out and didn't give myself the love that I deserved but I still showed up for myself every day. And I just want you to know that it's fucking possible. It's fucking possible. Just have compassion for yourself. And in time, the confidence and the solid love and peace that you can give yourself will create a foundation where you can just 
take that shit and run with it and create everything beautiful in this life that you were given. But you need to learn to give yourself compassion first and just be there for yourself and show up for yourself. Create your own safe space or tune into this safe space every single week if it's just too hard right now to create a safe space for yourself. Just fucking try. And then we can work on actually being there for yourself. 100%. But I just want you guys to know that this was fucking hard for me to share. It was hard for me to experience. But through coming out and feeling like, okay, shit, am I gay? Am I bi? To finally, when I was first dropping High Frequency, the podcast, I came out as pansexual. It just really clicked for me because it felt right. It just felt right. You'll know who you are because it will feel right. It'll click. Just keep working to figure things out. I had to try a lot of new shit that I wasn't even sure if I was gonna like, things I swore I wasn't gonna like, but then I turned out to like. For example, yesterday I went out to a shooting range. If anyone knows me, y'all know I hate guns. I just feel like if anyone knows me, you know that I feel some type of way towards guns. Like guns just, it just feels like mad negative energy. Like why the fuck would I just wanna shoot shit, you know? Like there's not really anything positive that could come from that, so it's just not something that I've been intrigued by. But my cousins yesterday were like, yo, let's go to the shooting range. And I'm like, you know what, let's try something new. I tried it, I kinda liked it. I really liked it at first, but then, I don't know, it just became a little too aggressive. Which is funny because, as y'all know, I'm aggressive as fuck, but it was just a little too aggressive for me. But through those experiences, I'm figuring things out about myself. Like, having a super fucking aggressive experience like that taught me, okay, there's limits to my aggression which was something I was low-key scared about because like y'all know, I like to hit niggas and shit. So it's good to know that there's a limit to my aggression. <laughs> no funny shit. But um, yeah, everything happens for a reason. You were born the awesome person that you are. You are not ordinary in any way, shape, or form. So please stop trying to be like everybody else. You're your own person, okay? Stop trying to be like everybody else. Your life doesn't feel like it's clicking right now because you're not living in your truth. However, unfortunately, for some of us, we have to set ourselves up for peace in order to truly come out and be who we really are. It took me my entire fucking life. It literally took me until I was 21 years old to come out. It was hard, but that's just how my path turned out. And I'm now in a place where I can be a little bit more comfortable with who I am. Well, a lot more comfortable. I definitely have learned to have compassion for myself, which has now transitioned into confidence. And I'm still not 100% comfortable with my identity in terms of me liking women and people other than straight men. However, I'm working towards that. I'm reminding myself that I still deserve love regardless of who doesn't agree with my life. I still deserve love. And I'm gonna keep reminding myself of that because there's nothing wrong with liking people from the same gender or other identities. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as you're spreading peace and love and that's your life motto, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like it shouldn't matter. Just be an awesome person to others. Be an awesome person to yourself. Cause you're cool as fuck. Stop letting people control that image, okay? 
And if you feel like you want to say fuck everything and come out and you say, you know what? I don't care about setting myself up for a safe space. You do whatever feels good to you. You know deep down in your heart, your intuition will tell you what aligns with you and what doesn't. So follow that, okay? I love you as always. You are so deserving of love, but I also hope that you will turn inwards today and give yourself the love that you deserve, okay? So now that I've told you I love you a million times, <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in weekly. Thank you so much for allowing me to share my truth with you and allowing me to feel safe showing up every single Sunday for you guys. Thank you for showing up for me because the love that you guys share with me is literally more love than my own mother even fucking gave me. So I want you to know that it does not go unnoticed. I appreciate you guys so much and peace and love, okay? Peace and love and be your best whole self, bitch. Let's grow together. <laughs>